guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up tonight. Kyle. Yes, Cody. You're not the only one with eyes. Well, who else has eyes? The Hills have eyes, too. Because we're talking about <laughs> the Hills have eyes, too. So let's start the show. It's a horror dad joke. I like it. That's why I think it's really funny about it. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? Want a day? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's got that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get older. They stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Yippee motherfucker. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got one to do. Shout out. So stick around for that. And when you're done with that, head over to cultfilmandreview.com for all your cult film and review needs, like leaving a film for us to review or picking up a t-shirt or checking out some crazy wacky stuff that we have on the website. What is it? I don't know. You're going to have to go check it out. Wacky. It's that <laughs> crazy. Go on. Then when you're done with that, make sure you join us on September 13th for the burning at Phoenix Film Bar. It's going to be a good time. Then get tickets where, Chris? TheFilmBarPHX.com. That is right. Tonight, we are going to be talking about The Hills Have Eyes, too. But before we do, as always, I am joined by Cosmic. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmberg. Hey, what's up? And Michael Slustio. Hello, everybody. Like I said, tonight we're talking about The Hills Have Eyes, too. It was directed by Wes Craven. Came out in 1984. Had a budget of 70000 or 7500 uh, 70. Did you write it down? 700000 700, Sorry. Yeah, you do this off the top of your head? Yeah. Like no. making up numbers? Okay. 700,000. Okay. That's okay. pretty big. 700,000. Yeah. Sure. And currently sits at 20% audience score in Rotten Tomatoes. This was Kyle's pick. It was. Kyle, why'd you pick The Hills Have Eyes Part 2? I picked The Hills Have Eyes Part 2 because, A, I was really struggling for a pick this week. I had one in mind, and... You know, there's certain movies that you have to be in the mindset you'd be ready for. And I look, I pulled this movie out of my collection, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to watch it this week." And for some reason, it just instantly popped in my head, like Hills Have Eyes too. Like this is a movie that people just constantly talk about, they constantly rag on about the like the dog has a fucking flashback type shit. That's all I ever hear about this movie. And I was like, you know what? I need to actually just sit down, really give this movie a chance, and watch it and see what all of the fuss is about. So that's why I picked it. Had anyone here uh, seen The Hills Have Eyes Part 2 before, Chris? Yes, I did. I saw it young when I was younger, but oh, I didn't fan. remember that much. I do remember the dog flashback scene. Everyone does. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of like what makes it <laughs> like an infamous movie in any kind of way. But but um, yeah, no, I've seen it before, and, but I feel like I might have been half watching it at the time. So, What about you, Mike? No, never seen it. Um, I've seen the original. Uh, I just like never thought to like actually watch the second one. I've actually seen the new ones either. Link, I saw the first new, of the new ones. Yeah. I think I think what it is is like uh, okay. So I haven't seen the Hills High Eyes uh, probably since I was like like ten or twelve. You mm-hmm. know, and I kind of feel like I remember not liking it, and I think that that's what like led me to always believe oh yeah, Hills High Eyes is like a a bad movie. Um. Or the cover Am I art. Right? Cover I don't art know. led you to believe that that's a possibility. It, but is that is the original a <laughs> bad? Key, key Am I wrong, awful. or is the original a bad movie? I can't. I don't remember. think it's a bad movie. No, okay. I think it, it's definitely a low budget horror film. So it's got some of those things. But I like the concepts. So I think some of the performances are pretty good in it. And I mean, these movies get I think a lot of flack for being like intense in terms of mm-hmm. you know like graphic content but like the first one's like pretty fucking tame i mean no. the worst thing is just they both are the, I mean, the mom gets raped right i i yeah there's that and then also yeah there might be like a close-up like neck slit or something you yeah. know in there or like the dog dying or something i don't know yeah but. i think it's more like the 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 tone of the film is what carried more mm-hmm. of that kind of uh like it's an intense film yeah. so i never thought the original was a bad movie i you know i I thought it was kind of, um, I guess at the time it was impressive and ambitious and it mm-hmm. was a diff- totally different setting for a horror movie mm-hmm. and a totally different concept that had never really been done. It's obviously an early Wes Craven film and like you can kind of see his 
ambition and ingenuity yeah, like on yeah. that and you know which then now obviously is going into making Nightmare on Elm Street and I think this was actually shot before Nightmare on no, Elm Street. No, it was shot after. No, it came out after, but it was shot before Nightmare on oh, Elm Street. Oh, can we get a confirmation on this because I really want to know the answer I'm to that. Sure, it came out <laughs> after. He's had to get one more out of the way before he was settled on a good a good <laughs> film. <laughs> Okay, he he said he, I'm saying that this movie was actually shot before Nightmare on Elm Street. He lost like the, he did wasn't getting money anymore for this production. But you say he shot it after. Um, they stopped making this film. Nightmare on Elm Street was a big success, uh-huh. and then they picked this back up because Nightmare on Elm Street was a big success. And they're like, just finish this movie, but we're not going to give you any more money to do it. Mm-hmm. And so he that's why he only had like 56 minutes cut of this movie. Oh. And he's like, I'm just going to put fucking old footage in here from the original to fill out the time All right. because they, they wanted to push this out to try to piggyback off of Nightmare on Elm Street's success. But I think this movie was actually a like abandoned by Wes Craven because a, he wasn't really interested in doing it to begin with. Like he just kind of needed the money at the time or just was like, from what I think I read too, is I I, I do believe they did. He did stop filming it at some point and then they went back and finished, but yeah, they weren't going to give him. Oh, okay. But still it was after he went back after he went back after. Okay. Have you seen this movie before? I had not seen this movie before. This is my first time watching it. So thanks. <laughs> so, so thanks for thinking about me, man. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that. That's cool. You're welcome. Real, real pal over there. Let's do this. Let's get to the plot of what The Hills Have Eyes Two is about. Because, I mean, how much more can you add to the first one? <laughs> We're about to find out. We're about to find out, Mike. About to find out with plots with Mike. Um. So yeah, it takes place not not exactly after The Hills Have Eyes One ended, but it definitely seems like a seamless kind of cut, right? It like, seems like it's been quite a while. It's been. It, Quite eight a while. years, I believe. I think I believe it's eight years. Right, right, right. Okay. But they use yeah. so many flashbacks from the original that you feel like, oh, this is, okay, no, no, he's in a hospital or something. He's talking to a doctor it's or a like psychiatrist yeah. or something like that. And he's talking about his situation, and the guy's telling him, hey, you shouldn't feel bad about it, whatever. And for some reason, um, a bunch of bikers decide to go right back out to that area with the one other survivor from uh, the original film. Uh, I believe her name is Ruby. And um, guess what? They're still around. Those fucking hills still have eyes. And they're looking at them, and they're looking to kill them, and uh, eat them. It's a, it's a real, Are it's they? a. Well, yeah, they're cannibals, dude. Yeah. Did they ever eat anybody in no. this movie? Yeah. It doesn't never. matter. We, they never. Yeah, you know what? They're right. We'll talk about that at some other point in time. <laughs> it should I think. Be called the Maybe Hills when we lost... do the original, we'll talk about it that. Should... Like, do they eat anybody in that film? It should be called The Hills remember. Have Lost Their Appetite. The Hills Are Full. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so, uh, anyways, they get uh, attacked by the same uh, cannibalistic family uh, from the first film, uh, cut inter- interweaving with kind of like uh, some of the uh, uh, footage from the last movie, weirdly enough. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about it, I think, because uh, that's what we do. We do a podcast. Talk about films. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not only was that the plot of the movie, but the plot of our show. <laughs> With that being said, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about The Hills Have Eyes too. All right, this is where we are, and this is where the races are. He's right over here, Ken. Right we'll never make it. It's like this great big circle we have to make. We're going to lose by default. Unless we use Harry's Maneuver. Harry's maneuver. Shortcut! We're not getting off this road. Shortcut, shortcut, shortcut! All right, look, Rachel, there's a road right here cut straight across. It'll save us more than an hour, guaranteed. Come on, Rachel, we came this far. Please don't dump our chances now. Okay. So what's so big deal about taking a little shortcut anyway? And we're back. We're talking about the Hills Have Eyes Part 2! <laughs> All night, guys. Oh, nice. Wes Craven, uh, let's talk about him real quick. Really gave up. What did he do? Really gave up on Hills Have Eyes Part 2, didn't he? Uh, no, uh, he did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Maybe you oh. heard of that. No, I haven't. Maybe you heard is of that a, Is that a comedy? Yeah, it's real. It's a, it's a la- Actually, it is. <laughs> so it sounds like a romantic. Like it sounds like, it feels a, like big. romantic comedy. It is. It's about. It's a real dating nightmare on West Elm Street. So, <laughs> it's, about, it's about this girl named Nancy. Mm. Nancy's seeing this older guy. Yeah, oh, she's okay. single in the city. Her parents really don't approve of it. Look, her dad's a cop, so he's really strict. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Classic story, guys. Classic, Classic story. story. No wonder that the film did really well. I, I was fucking laughing after I watched the movie because the first thing I said when this movie started and the credits started to roll, I said, oh, no shit, Wes Craven directed this one, too? So did I. I didn't know he did this I, one. So also. did I. Can I say that? Yeah, I did, too. I, I thought like, for huh. sure this one went to like some other random director. Like, like, hey, Wes Craven's like, I can't be bothered with the sequel. You want to do that? Do it. This, and is, then move this on. is apparently the only movie he's disowned himself. That makes about sense. Yeah. And yeah. Even do you my, think he I, had an opportunity to be a, a carpenter, and he went. And he, I was and thinking. I was thinking about this um, when we were talking about er, uh, earlier in the episode. We were talking about the budget and how it got they were, they couldn't get any more. So then he added all this footage. Mm-hmm. Do you think when he made the decision to like have the dog have a flashback, he was laughing his ass off the whole time, or do you think he genuinely thought this will sell? It might have been a fuck you because I think they scaled back on the budget, preventing him from really doing what he wanted, and then he got <clears throat> and then Nightmare on Elm Street was happening kind of simultaneously. So I think it might have been like a joke. Like, how the fuck am I going to put 30 more minutes in this movie? I'm going to give everyone a flashback. Did he pull a Spider-Man 3? Is that what you're saying? I don't get the reference, but probably. Dude, damn it. I'm sorry. Kyle, did he pull a Spider-Man 3? Yeah, he totally did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that may be true because there is not a Hills Have Eyes 3, and that is the curse of Spider-Man. There's never been a third movie in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah, there has. Not well, a good one. Not a good one. <laughs> oh, okay. There's never been a good one. Like, not a oh, good one. That's it, true. This well, made yeah. me think a lot about Silent Night, Deadly Spider-Man Night, too. Did. Like, kind of how that was. Oh, that was... movie was a complete collage of the original film. Well, that's... Yes. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up, because when I was going into this, that's exactly what I thought. And right off the get-go, I'm like, that's exactly what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a movie that is... 30 minutes of original material and then the rest is going to be just weird flashbacks and stuff like that. So I was, I was a little, I, I will say I was pleasantly surprised on that front that they had their own unique story and the flashbacks were just peppered in. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't add much value, but it made me laugh so much when I read the description and it even says, yes, there is a dog flashback in this movie. That's really <laughs> it's funny. Like, they're even putting it in the synopsis so, so, at this point. So can somebody clarify the plot here on this part, right? Yes, okay. So they go, can. Okay. <laughs> I studied like, it. Thanks for stepping up. The only it. two survivors of the first film, one is, I, I don't think, he's not in an insane asylum, right? No, he's just no, going no, through he's treatment. Normal. He's just going to therapy. He's a normal guy. Yeah, normal dude going through therapy that just how happened to yeah. be chased by fucking cannibals. Yeah. Totally normal situation. His whole right. family got murdered, yeah. Could have happened to anybody. Yep. Um, and then the other survivor who was one of the sisters from that family. Yeah, she was a part of the cannibal family. Right. Ruby. Um. She decides to take a like a fucking motocross group, it, yeah, to no, to the no. very place that they she knew no, that the no. bad shit no, no, was no, happening. No, 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 not at all. So yes, there was a guy who survived. He went on. He got mm-hmm. into motocross. He invented this high this this high performance fuel for motocross. Okay, racing. I remember this part. That all the guys are part of his motocross team and kind of work with him with his special fuel. They're on their way to a motocross race, mm-hmm. and they realize that they forgot to set their clocks back for daylight savings, so mm-hmm. they're they're going to miss the race and miss registration. So they take a detour, mm-hmm. a shortcut, and that's what brings them to but the like, cannibal wh- land. What I'm saying is, or why perhaps... why wasn't why isn't why wasn't Ruby like do not go this? That's fucking a good question. Way. That's a really good question. Like, <laughs> there are a lot of questions that we need to answer. In that's this. the part. Yeah. It's like I mean, it, it, don't. I mean, get, don't get me started on how that's an um, unbelievable, geographically, that's an unbelievable coincidence. Right. <laughs> right? Um, it's just like, why wouldn't she just be like, no, 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 that's my old home. You don't want to go there because uh, right. people eat well, people. She, yeah, she did when it was too oh, late. She was under the impression everyone was dead. <laughs> okay. Because there was no more, nothing Anyways, to fear in the house. Very, very weird plot device <clears throat> to get them to the very same place that they were. Yeah, because yeah. so, yeah. so it opens, yeah, the movie opens up with him in therapy, basically, talking to this doctor about the traumatic experiences that he had in the, in the first movie. Um, and then that's the, right off the bat, I knew I was in for a good one because I, they, I saw the hero uh, of this movie, where they saved the most money and how they were able to get so much out of this movie. Uh, what they did, what they cut from the budget was called the lighting. And, <laughs> right? Yeah, so oh, true. My God, no, no, dude. No. I was like, is it nighttime up in this bitch? Like he's getting therapy at midnight. It was fucking nighttime when the sun was up. Like mean, Jesus, what's going? On? I, like, it was so dark, I couldn't see. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and yeah, the, and I was actually disappointed because the version that we have—that's the one we got from Brother Ryan. So that's like the most recent. That's like the best cut that's wow. out there. And I'm like, wow, they couldn't. Oh, the one we watched. Do much more with this? I mean, that shit looked like, like a, a VHS transfer. Man, yeah, it, it wasn't I, great. It looked like 
it looked like a a real rough copy of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It if you did. Ever, it, like, have you ever seen a really yeah, rough true. transfer? I, I first watched Texas that Chainsaw on like an old uh, VHS. Yeah, it was fucking dark. Was, that was a vinegar syndrome, right? Or is it? No, no. What? What was who? Who? Which version did we say? I don't remember. I don't remember who put that one out. So yeah, and then uh, we basically then that we learned about the fuel. And the team, the race, and the, what you guys I think are missing is he makes uh, he he says he's not you know he's like I'm not really scared but it's close he says the race is why he's nervous is because it's close to right. where right. the incident yeah. happened right so when they're going on this excur- this excursion they went the wrong I think they 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 went the wrong way is no that? they took See, a short, they, they took they were going the correct way and they decided to take a shortcut because. Yeah. They forgot to turn their clocks back for the same reason. They didn't realize they were an hour behind. My thought was, like, if it's that important, what the fuck are you leaving so late for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Like, why didn't you leave a day before that, like, to make sure you had enough time? Well, that's the thing. Is like, well, they had to wait for Bobby to get out of therapy. Obviously, he was in there all night. <laughs> yeah. He was in there all night. And then he just he just moved to the garage to cry. To cry his <laughs> ass off behind a Yamaha box. <laughs> looks, like, looks like that's an Arrow release, by the way. Oh, was it Arrow? Yeah, okay. that was too. Arrow release, um, thirty four ninety nine at bestbuy.com. Hell Dot yeah, guys! Com. You can also watch a VHS, VHS transfer. Of it looked pretty dark, and that must have just been the you know it film. could have been, been it was shot so Dude, badly. Like, Originally, like, there was nothing I, much I, just, I could do I just with kept it. on thinking, yeah. did light did light get in? Maybe like, I don't like what happened here. Um, yeah, good good observation right away. We all noticed it, which is a bad. Problem, like if you notice throughout the, light- the whole film, <laughs> yeah. and like the whole, I'll tell you right now, guys, the film shit mostly at night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for so ninety percent of the movie, you don't see shit. Yeah, it's true, especially the back half when they get near the mine, around the mine, and yeah, it's like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't even see the action that's happening on screen. You feel as blind as wasn't a Jane? Is it Jane who's blind? I think it's Cass. Cass is blind. Let's Cass. talk about Cass. Yeah, Let's I want to talk about Cass. Fuck for was sure. the point of that? Holy shit, dude! So for the first, I said forty minutes into it, I said, "Man, they put a psychic chick in this movie," and then I was like, "Wait, and she's blind." I had no idea she was blind until the 40-minute mark. I knew she was blind when they were all with their yeah. friends. But the first scene we see her where she's in the bedroom with her boyfriend, like, I didn't get that she was blind in that. And then she's with her friends, and I'm like, oh, I guess she is blind. She keeps looking off in the wrong direction. That's that makes interesting. Sense. I really, I picked up on the fact that what he said, like, you always feel my face I first. I just thought that was some weird romantic dumb no. shit from no, the no, 80s. No, I, I'll agree with you. Like, yeah. I definitely, like, oh, she's blind? But what I what I I don't blame you for not knowing. They keep making jokes about it though. All right, the way right, right. Up, like, but like she doesn't play blind well. No, let's be honest. She's definitely like well. looking at shit, and her pupils are moving around, <laughs> like, <laughs> like directly at the people that she's talking yeah. to. Um, it's just like it's one of those things where it, I feel like her ability to play blind needed to be reinforced by her always saying, "Oh, by the way, I'm fucking Remember? blind." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know. To be honest, I, why are you always smelling stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I actually think of uh, in this movie that that's one of the most more interesting things about the movie. She's one of the only likable characters. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I would say that's yeah. that that's the most like crazy concept that's in it, and it does like keep me enthralled. I'm like, okay, how's she gonna? How's this blind girl gonna make it down this? Yeah, just down these stairs into this weird cavern yeah. of dead corpses and shit. And I actually liked that scene. I liked seeing her feel around and feel like a separate like a stump of a leg and mm-hmm. shit. I was like, okay, well, he's playing this pretty well, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I feel like, I don't know. It, I, I mean, I don't want to give Wes Craven too much slack, but like when I was watching that scene, I was thinking like, oh, uh, like if this was made in 2000, like if this was, which it was, by the way, <laughs> I should say, it, Hills Have Eyes 2 was made again. But um, like that scene, I remember thinking like, oh, they could have shot this in a way that, Produced more suspense, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, I can see everything, and I'm just like, I feel like an outsider. Oh, and my, Mike's wanted this shit to be darker. <laughs> no, 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 but at least for that scene. So they, they, yeah, they put too much light in this scene, <laughs> and it was too dark in the scene where like a guy's just There's like, no yeah, I'm in a doctor's office. Yeah. There's no pleasing him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm a very hard, real, please. real Goldilocks over there. So those yeah, were the only. Yeah, that, right. I don't know that she was the only likable character. I think I, I was okay with some of the. They were the, the likable characters. I, like, I didn't uh, have yeah. a problem Dude, with them. I honestly didn't have Every, a problem no, with any of the characters. Everybody, everybody else, but her and um, who was the, the survivor? The, the Ruby. Ruby Ruby yeah she her, didn't they're, the, they're the only ones that have like 
like personalities. Everybody else is pretty interchangeable. You could change them out. Well, what with about uh, what's his name? They're just cannon fodder. Uh, the guy that was was peeping Tom on the girl in the uh, yeah. shower, Foster. Foster. Right, but yeah. his girlfriend. Like, what was bad about her? She didn't do anything wrong. No, she didn't. I liked her. No, but she's like, but she's just, you know, you're like, ah, oh, she's gonna die. Well, I mean, well, okay, yeah. I think, obviously, I actually when thought, you watch a horror movie, you yeah. think every, every okay, all of these are counterfeit. You know who who's gonna die. Yeah, but I, but I wouldn't say like I, I didn't, didn't like any. Yeah, I wouldn't say like their performances annoyed me or made me think God, I don't like this character at all. What really mostly annoyed me was the aimlessness of the film. Very much. You so. know, it's just a lot of really wandering around in the dark. You know, which you can't really see, and just being like asinine about shit. It's like it's like so. Yes. So yeah, let's get. They literally like spend forty five minutes of this film. The bus breaks exploring down. Exploring, yeah. The fucking yes. compound. Yeah. We yeah. Just get yeah. that, let's get into that. The bus breaks down. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I just want to get to this point. One of the motorcycles is stolen. Two of the guys take off mm-hmm. to um, chase down whoever stole this motorcycle. Right. And then hours pass, and it seems like no matter how many hours pass. No one's really worried no. about yeah. their friends. They think they're they're jokesters or something. I'm shit. like, what, it's just the like fu- what kind what of joke the is that? Fuck. And here's the thing: is like, had, didn't Ruby already see her brother at this point? Yeah, yeah. So she had already seen her brother at this point. He's like, hey, they're killers. They eat people. They're out there. Mm-hmm. And these people are like, well, pff, they're out. They're just playing games. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, exactly. So I, I'm glad I'll, you brought this up. Okay. Oh, sorry, Mike. Uh, go ahead. I, I want to give some semblance of like what I think are horror movie rules. Like, I think what happens in page. horror movies versus like what happens in reality mm-hmm. are always different. Like, I always think that one scene where it's like, "Hey, let me tell you something." If I was in a cabin with the four, three of you, right, and we we're hanging out, and then Cody went out and said, "Maybe have a cigarette or something like that," and then he didn't show I up. Haven't smoked in over a year. For I know we're all ex-smokers <laughs> the, except the for weird I think thing. Kyle maybe. Sometimes. Not the good, mood buddy. hits me, right? <laughs> you made a promise. Anyways, um, if he went to, say, just have a cigarette, and he didn't come back for two hours, yeah. in a horror movie, they'd be like, where's Cody? I don't know, he had a cigarette like two dude. hours ago, but I mean, like, he's probably hanging out trying to hang out on chicks. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'd be like, thing, where the Mike, fuck is Cody? We gotta go find him. I'm glad you brought this up, because that's exactly where I was yeah. gonna go for it. The whole time I was watching this movie, I thought, this is, like, the quintessential collection of, like, the m- most idiotic characters you could yes. have in a horror movie. Like when you when like Geico makes a fucking commercial mocking these yeah. idiots, I was like, this is that group. This yeah. is who they're making fun of. Right. Like they these people are so stupid and so like not concerned about anything. It fucking boggles the mind. They're just like, oh I mean, you hit your head. You didn't actually see someone. Yeah. It's just like think about the scenarios of this too. Like c- let me ask you Cody personally, personally. <laughs> We're hanging out. Mm-hmm. All right, it's all four, it's all the four of us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, hey, I'm gonna step away for yeah. a moment. How long until you say, where the fuck is Mike? <laughs> it's about it's about eight minutes for me because because yeah. I was in the kitchen talking to Cody and Chris earlier, and Cody vanished, <laughs> and it was about eight it's minutes. I was like, I was like, the fuck is Cody? That's <laughs> called the scientific method. Yeah, yeah I believe. Uh, no, like seriously, but like here's, here, in horror movies, like two days. No, sure. Not concerned nope. at all. No, He'll no, come no. back. Yeah. No, here's but he here's probably the, went into the town. Here's <laughs> the trope. But here's the trope part that you're missing. Yeah. You have you have it correct, but where this movie just didn't give a fucking fucked it up is once the killer is revealed, then everybody in the camp or wherever the woods or wherever the movie takes place, everybody's like, oh fuck! What the fuck was that? Oh shit! This one, the killers yeah. revealed. They're like, "Well, Ruby, you're crazy." Yeah, yeah, that's you're what I mean. Crazy. They, they Ruby. like they're consistently get out of here the, with your kung fu. They're, so weird. They're consistently bad decision makers through yeah. the whole yep. film, regardless yeah. of the events that transpire. That's why it feels aimless. Like they're just walking around talking about random shit and like pretty much. Like, and then occasionally there'll be like a little suspenseful, like somebody's being hunted or or they're hearing their name repeated back to that them. That wasn't even suspenseful. Well, it's the best it and could their do. reaction to that. That was like Cassie, huh? I wonder what's over oh here. Yeah, right. Well, right. let's talk about the it's first like, deaths, which, which is like uh, the the motocross for guy, one of right. them. <laughs> right, right. One of the word. He was the he was the, the, wa- the he was the wacky funny guy. Yeah, so they're group. chasing Pluto down, who stole the motorcycle. Can I just say, and that made me laugh too. That there was just like we can take these guys. Yeah. We have the power of yeah. motocross on our side. Yeah, they're in our turf it's, now. It kind of remind me of of uh, what was that uh, film that we d- reviewed? Uh, the Zero Boys. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where like they had guns <laughs> and they were yeah. like, we can take these fucking guys. Yeah. But this one, it was just like, we can take these guys. We have like fucking motocross bikes. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Like, not super really. fuel. The whole, yeah. The whole time. And then here's the thing. He's like, man, you got the super fuel in there. And he's like, yeah, dude, I do. And he's like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna use it. And then never uses they it. They don't. No, catch he him. uses it. He does use it. That's how he gets them at the end. But. It's so funny uh, because oh, I did he, not know he, that he used it. I didn't yeah, either. Right, right at the <laughs> end when, when Apollo crashes. Um, Apollo? Right? I don't know. What was the Dude, guy? That Pluto. 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 Zero boy for all I know. <laughs> I have no fucking when idea. When Pluto crashes, it's after he hits the the super fuel. But the scene is shot so funny because like he hits it and he like drives past. Pluto, like he misses him. It, it, it looked fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is ridiculous. Yeah. And their fight scenes are all ridiculous, it was, too. It was about as, about as much of a letdown as the last movie we did, Split Second, where you had a six-barrel shotgun, and it sounded like a fucking 1960s yeah. ray gun. Which, by <laughs> the way, I want to say, surprised by how many people actually like that film. Yeah. Split Second? <laughs> Some people are like, fucking classic, right, guys? And it was like, the review came out, and you're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nothing classic just, about this. Yeah. <laughs> Might have as much controversy as Event yeah, Horizon. I got man, there's oh, just... very, no, nothing will ever reach <laughs> Event Horizon. Uh, man, there's so many things that also just don't make sense to this movie. Like Pluto, let's go on to, on to him for a second, man. I, I'm just like, really, you got a knife? You can't stab this dog. You can't just right? stab the shit out of this dog. And also, like, I would have stabbed the shit out of that dog seven times before it even bit me. And I'm going back. I'm going back to when I saw this film when I was like yeah. 12, the original. Right? I feel like. Pluto didn't have that many lines. No. He no, was no. so animated. He like he pulled I was a, like a real like uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 vibe yeah. out of yeah. it. Like, I was surprised when he started talking. Was in there. Yeah. I was surprised when he started talking. I was like, oh, okay. I, I guess this talking is to the dog, thing. man. He's just like, hey, trash dog. Dude, <laughs> everything, everything <laughs> though, I gotta say, everything you guys are describing as not understanding does not compare to the biggest burning question that I had, which is mm. This, not only is this girl, Ruby, an ex-cannibal yes. savage who's lived in the right. desert her whole life, got turned her act around in just eight years. Got it straight. But mm-hmm. also, how the fuck does she end up dating that guy? Does she specifically target they him? They got away together. They do in the first yeah. one? Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. that was really fucking confusing me. Yeah. Well, you know, or she like saves the baby or something like that. She in the saves first one. the baby, yeah. but I don't remember her showing well, up again. They're the two I believe that survive in the movie, so they're trying to get them shoehorn them back into yeah, this two, one. So only two okay. people survive in the original. Yeah, okay. and the dog. Yeah. Well, and I'm, also, dog. yeah. I'm also calling out in eight years she completely converted to a standard person. Yeah, she really did make a I life mean, change. How long do you think it takes? <laughs> Your entire life, all you know is the desert, raccoons, and rattlesnakes, and eating humans. Two years. Number one, anything is possible through the art of kung fu, which she obviously had learned. That double double kick, that double fucking sidekick. Yeah, Yeah. so that was actually the only impressive fight in this movie. She had the best fight scenes. Yeah, she I think was the best character. But with that being said, like I didn't expect an impressive fight in this weird horror movie that would actually result in kung fu. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a real surprise. They didn't have a lot of money, so they had Not to like pieces that I have this type of <laughs> well, how did, choreography. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, was, Kung Fu guy. That makes sense. So and I also thought because the original was filmed in what, nineteen seventy seven? Yes. Did anyone yes. think this was filmed in nineteen seventy eight? No, I didn't. Wait, what? It's like a year, dude. Come on. Yeah, no. that's no, what I'm saying. I didn't think he I, did like it, that's how old this it did, film. It looks. didn't look like it was from the 70s. It looked like it was from the 80s. Oh, it just, oh it just, God. it's got awesome. like, it's got like a Wes Craven vibe to he it. He did, yeah, he did Deadly Blessing and Swamp Thing in between this. Oh, cool, Swamp, so, Swamp Thing, yeah, Swamp Thing, yeah. Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing. Yeah. Swamp Thing. Oh, not as good as you remember it, but better than this. Not as good as you remember uh, it. Yeah, better absolutely this. better than yeah. this. Yeah. This is actually the only film that he claims to have disowned from his Cowan catalog. I don't blame him, man. There's just like even getting into like the bad guys. It's like oh, fuck, man. You guys could have had a little bit of a well, makeup budget. Yeah, like, I, I didn't, and I didn't like understand the whole like Reaper? It, it's yeah Reaper. It's it's Dad's brother, yeah, and it's just like brother. this guy's like sucks. He's not scary at all. Yeah, no. And then was he, was he the one talking? No. Was there a third one or was there just the two? Oh, I think Reaper was the one that was like in the bushes going, yeah. Cashy. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was it. Was, so w- when did Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 came out? Two? two? It was like 85. Yeah, it was 85. Okay, so it was, af- it was after this. Yes. Because yeah. there was a part of me that like when I watched it, I was kind of like, like to go back, Chris, to explain this, um, I felt like the Spider Man thing 
It's like, so there's a scene in Spider-Man 3 where Tobey Maguire starts dancing like a fucking weirdo. It makes no sense throughout the entire film. And the only reason is just like, Sam Raimi just gave up. <laughs> like, he was like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. I was forced to do this. Guess what? You're getting some weird-ass fucking dance scene that I don't give a shit about. <laughs> I felt like there was a lot of those moments in this film. Yeah. And I thought, like, the whole time I was just like, like, his heart is not in it, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, but like, all, But there's a there's a sense of anger and, like, frustration yeah. going on with it. It, it comes like, through, where is this coming it from? It comes through through the edit. I honestly feel like, yeah. after hearing the backstory, it kind of, for me, makes a little more sense. I almost feel like if I was asked to come back to something to finish after doing, like, a fucking awesome horror film, but I was told you have zero budget, you just have to use the footage you got, like... I'm sorry. If I'm in the cutting room, I am not do- going with best takes. <laughs> no. Not going with best takes on no. this one. And I, that's how it feels. It feels like it's not the best takes of all the scenes. I feel like it's haphazardly chopped together. And, like, the flashbacks is just like a is like a, yeah. is a ridiculous way to just get out of the situation as quickly as possible. Five stars from Kyle. <laughs> Five stars. I'm just, like, surprised I'm that he actually honest. did it. Because, I mean, like, I don't know, like... W- <sighs> Why? He must have been contractually obligated to do this film. I don't right? I don't know that he was well, contractually obligated. I just, Halloween too. Maybe it was one of those situations where it was like he he was brought back in under the uh, under the with the understanding that he would get no, more money to be able to finish filming it, and then after they got him in, they're like, "Oh yeah, you got no more budget. Just yeah, finish what yeah, you got." Because they only gave him seventy thousand dollars to do this. Seven hundred. Seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred. Oh, seven hundred. I thought yeah. I read it as seventy. Yeah, 000. I forgot to put a zero. I was there. like, "Holy shit." <laughs> yeah, so I feel like there okay. there, there has to but be you know other, that, seventy thousand. You bought whoa, those three motorcycles. There, that can was I be honest with you? That's still a pretty fucking cheap film. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think I don't know what nightmare. Do you guys, Elm think, was, do you guys think that he intentionally had like a lot of extra footage that he was going to shoot for this? Well, the fact that they used it like leads me to believe that like that that's a real Roger Corman fucking move. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm surprised that it came. No, I, I was asking. Do you think when he said yes to finish it that he thought he was going to be able to actually go and reshoot stuff and shoot new footage for it? You know what I, I mean? I, like I have no idea. He wouldn't have to reshoot the whole fucking movie, man. I'm sorry. Like, there's not a th- what is there to save in this? Like again, like oh, I think the, that the dirt bike yeah, is. angle is pretty lame okay. as fuck, right. though. It's that bad. I mean, like <laughs> as far as like, I mean, like it's uninventive. Like there's really, there's really no like again, there is no passion behind this film. The, no. the, the so the, none of the characters really name one character that you could really say, you know what? If he just put a little spit polish on fucking the Cass, the blind psychic, he'd be really pulled. Hills like, have eyes too out of I was the, more out of interested Cass. in the family than I was actually the. She the, wasn't yeah, that good ones. of an actress. I, no, her, but I liked her. No, but what I'm saying is like, really, what character could you delve deep deep into in yeah. this film? There's not one. He didn't give a shit. And even the villains, like I said, like literally, are was, real weak. I'm not gonna lie. It they was are. Pluto. For me, it was Pluto. Like, why the fuck are you doing this? He's just out there. And I thought him. at any moment, because he was so yeah, art- he's so articulate in this film. He's not like a leather face who like right. can't fucking speak. Right. Like he's he's he very said articulate. Stuff in the original too. He talked. No, to I know now. he does, but like there's a part of not me that thought that like it was gonna explain because Texas was it Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Where was the chili revealed? Two. 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 Okay. Like when that was revealed, I remember being like, oh, that makes sense. Like that's why they're fucking crazy. Because we make chili out of people. Because they make chili? Out of people. No. No, just because they make chili in general. Chili. Chili. Chili Lots of sane people make chili. That's how they decorate their underground lair. So I was kind of expecting that in this film, like (laughs) a moment where Pluto was just like. (laughs) Chili money. Chili money. (laughs) But like, that's what I'm saying. There's a motivation in that film that doesn't exist in this film. I feel like Pluto never really. I would also like to say that, like, I I don't know if I would say that chili is a great motivation for that film. But what I'm saying is it's at least some motivation. Big motivation. Okay. It, this movie Huge. has no motivation. It's at all. Kids break down. Da- attractive no. kids break down and they die. And then like, <laughs> there's a little bit of a tie into the old one. And that's but like, it. they yeah. never actually make it the ends connection. The same. Because when you- I when I expect a sequel that's getting at least like use B roll from the old fucking right, movie, right, right, right. I expect them to be like, okay, so this is why. This this happened in this in the original, right? And we're explaining that now, right? So, and that never uh, happened. When I was watching this, I actually, I before I knew about the whole ordeal of him making this, I actually thought that the film itself didn't have the flashbacks because, like, the first time I screened it, people are like, "Okay, but why is it called Hills Have Eyes 2? Like, they didn't get the connection. He was just like, 
And studio was like, just throw a bunch of shit in there. That's how it came across to me. Like they just threw it in there to try to sell the title a little bit more. It's like the recap when you start a new season of a TV show. Mm-hmm. Well, like that or any to, other, any yeah, other. It's yeah. like Catch you up. it's like Exorcist three adding that bit, that yeah. that chunk at the end, just yeah. because they, I want to tie it to Exorcist three and sell it as such. Yeah, That's but that movie like stood on its own and had like all this whole world. This one yeah. it, like really relies on the original to like really tell that story, and they don't really reveal anything new, which. Really- Bothers Nothing. the fuck out of me. They don't Nothing really tell at all. The, the original story that great either in the flashbacks. And I would say, you know, just to go on a yeah. positive note on this film, though, real quick. No, we're not. I would say the one thing that I did enjoy yeah. was this, like the set of this one, as far okay. as having like the mine, the, the mine shafts and like that little house setting and yeah. all, like that kind of stuff. Could have made for a lot more interesting than what they used it, how they used it. They yeah. could have used yeah. it so much better. Like and made the, mining town. And made that like made that like the more threatening thing instead of just being out in the fucking middle of nowhere. It would have yeah, been that, that actually bothered me that they put all this effort into the set design, which is this like cool old homestead type thing. And like fucking like nearly nothing happens inside if, of it. If these it's guys all out amongst out, the boulders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, if these guys were popping out of the walls and like, you know, behind trap doors yeah. and shit like that in this house and this house is really the trap. That would have been a lot cooler. I think so too. But they were just like, nah, just they put them out in the fucking they had one, steal one the motorcycle. Trap door. We had one trap door, which is the fridge, Guys, which I thought was cool. We can't but... abandon the 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 super fuel storyline. <laughs> we gotta go with the motor. Also, it makes no sense. Why would the hills have eyes if it takes place in a house? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, they're outside people. It's a part of it that that really <laughs> bothers me about like going back to the whole like explaining, right? Like, so with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. Like, we understand they have some weird, sick obsession with, like, eating people and fucking using them in chili and shit like that. So you kind of ex- understand that, like, yeah, you live in the heartland of Texas, and you live in a house, and you, and you know that the real world exists. It's not like Cannibal Holocaust, yeah. where it's, like, people that have never really been encountered uh, the right. rest of the world, so they're acting in a certain way, but it's the only world they've ever known. This film, can I say, like... It, it definitely occurs to me that the family, the cannibal family in this film, knows that there's a fucking road right down there. Right. And that there's a town over there, and there's a totally different world out there where they could, like, watch TV, That's maybe. That's true. That's true. That kind yeah. of, that know, knowing that fact kind of took the mystery and the kind of, the frighteningness away from yeah. them. Because, yeah, I think in the original, it feels way more like... Yeah, it's just a group of people we just that, stumbled on a bunch of people that, that had one, no they idea grew, that society they, they grew up. Yeah. yeah, they they don't know what they're 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 lost in time. Like Pluto's I, doing like wheelies on fucking motorcycles. Like yeah. he's just yeah, fucking, like he like was watching ridiculous. like fucking yeah, like he's watching like he's some watching kind of fucking, fucking like, fuel channel or something like that. <laughs> like he's done that a hundred times, yeah. ridden like, through I those don't boulders. Understand. Well, and, that's and, a, that's the one thing I think the remake the of the first one did right because I think they spent a lot of time being like, no, this is like an actual group of miners that got completely cut off from the world, and like this is just kind of how they naturally evolved and that's a great concept and a scary concept Mm -hmm. but this movie yeah it's just like oh I'm just gonna go down the town and get some milk I'll be be back Pluto you know what instead of getting milk Cody why don't we just like kill and eat people Oh, we can That's do, cool. We can do That's that cool. too. Let's just do that instead. Hey, we were here first. I didn't tell the town to pop up overnight. Yeah. My, my whole thing too is, is like, where was Reaper in the first one? Then where was his brother at? Was he on vacation? I think Did I read that they even <laughs> specifically say in the first one that Jupiter does not have a brother. And then they come back in this one, and it's like it's uh, his brother. A, that was another thing that I was thinking about. It. I was just too. like, I was like, wait, but like, I thought the same thing. I was like, was he on vacation? Was he was in he like another break? desert? Yeah, he was in another part of the desert. Maybe, like, desert. maybe he went down. Maybe, to, maybe like he went down to the gang thing, to the jungles to see how the jungle cannibals yeah. do it. I'm sure know. those brothers don't get along. You yeah. know. Let's do this, guys. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the hills of eyes part two. I was sure Peter was dead. They all were dead. The fact is, though, Rachel, nobody saw you go in or out of there. The fact is, that crazy wild girl you guys were joking about back on the bus, that was me eight years ago. You mean the family that killed people? I didn't kill anybody. If that's who you are, I I mean were, then you turned against your family. You helped the other family. Bobby's family. And we're back. We're talking about the hills have eyes. Let's get two, two, <laughs> two, two. If you're just joining us, um, and so let's uh, let's get into that dog. We got to talk about the infamous scene, right? Yeah, the flashback, yeah. flashback dog scene. So, like when I first saw this, uh, 
like when I saw it and I saw the whole thing play out, I literally had to like go back and rewind and like, did I just like, wait, wait, like what was the point of view of this fucking scene? And then I was like, oh no, yeah, it was the fucking dog. All right. <laughs> like that was a part that like really confused me. If there's me. any fuck yous in this movie from Wes Craven, I mm-hmm. feel like this would it's be the one. Yeah, it definitely yeah. felt like, like, why totally would, agree. It just didn't make any sense. He was like, "You wanted this movie, me to put this movie out? Okay, I'm. I'll get you your hour and thirty minutes." <laughs> oh, the dog that was twelve years old in the first movie is back eight yeah. years later. Yeah. Beast, come on! I'm yeah. like that. I get how, and, 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 and became like a major thing too. She, I mean, she even threatens. Yeah, her she family with the dog. Pluto with the dog. Yeah, Pluto's like, scared of the dog. Beast will come back after after you. It's just like that old ass does. dog. He does, man. He's just he's just hanging out in the desert. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some beast, dude. The way that scene opens is so funny. You can see the dog, the the well trained dog is just the flashback I'm talking about. Like you see Pluto and his dad running by, and the blo- dog's just sitting in the back, sitting waiting, yeah, perfectly still. <laughs> like, okay, now the trainer cues him, and now he starts running. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's some bad sound. There's some bad voiceover, like dub, like sections. There's, it's got, you know, it's shoddy. The editing is fucking timed weird. How about that end though, where we're in the the mine, the Reaper, where we finally get to our main villain. I guess, yeah, yeah, the the new main villain. And he just, yeah, I mean, he looks. I if you can barely see him, (sighs) it's a disappointment. It's a real disappointment. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They overdubbed his whole voice because Carpenter or Craven, excuse me, why didn't How like the way he sounded. How dare you? Dare you? Wow. I don't know that that's an insult. <laughs> Anyways, go on. What yeah, were you saying? I, they didn't. Uh, he, he didn't think his voice was strong enough, so they dubbed over all of his dialogue with somebody okay. else's. voice. That's got to be a great thing for an actor. I know. Like, I thought go that check too. this movie out. And like the fuck. <laughs> but, but what if he was all like? What if he was all like? Chaos. Chaos. I don't know if that's going to work. Hey, chaos. Hey, chaos. Hey, chaos. It's painful. It's your Uncle <laughs> Reeps. It's your Uncle Reeps. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird fucking happens. scene to be, to, be, to, be, to be had. So, yeah. What? They do the same thing. They, they do a circle of gas around the bus. bus. Mm-hmm. They yeah. fucking blow, blow it up. up. They blow them up. Yeah. That's Super the class, fuel, man. classic ending right Super there. Fuel. Classic ending. What do you say we classic end this episode? Dude, let's fucking oh, do please it. Do. And we rate this mammer jammer. <laughs> let's do it. What are we rating it? Uh, we're going to do dog flashbacks. Dog. So we're gonna rate yeah, it? I mean that's gonna be real interesting to make on a. Uh, no, a I gotta get him. I like that it. we challenge Chris every episode. Yeah, no. yeah. it's it, coming. I have to get some other show. Yeah, way. that's why he doesn't make this stuff. Dog anymore, flashbacks. He can't handle. No, I love it. I got a great idea for dog flashbacks. Cool man. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'll. I will go. I'll go first on this okay, one, buddy. I will. Uh, I'll say. Um, <laughs> 1.5? Really? Are you asking? Okay. 1.5. Yeah, I'm at a 1.1 because I'm torn between a 1.5 and a 2. Okay. Somewhere in there. This movie is just, <laughs> it's just, it's real easy to ignore while it's on. I mean, that's the easiest way to put it. Like, it's just real easy to ignore. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing special about it, you and you can tell. It's it's really hard to be enthusiastic about watching it when the people who are in it aren't enthusiastic about being in it, nor is the director enthusiastic about shooting it, and you can fucking tell. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what, man, they didn't they didn't give a shit how they put that film in the camera because it looked like they just put fucking mud over it. <laughs> Throw some mud on it. That's how they fucking edited this. Throw some mud on it. Uh, <laughs> And the villains are just like, besides Pluto, who's just, in my opinion, in this one too much and talks too much, mm-hmm. uh, are forgettable. It's forgettable. This whole movie's forgettable. It's just, yeah, 1.5. It's not very good. Wes Craven just didn't give a shit. I get denouncing it. What'd you like about it? No, I like the set. Nothing, apparently. I like the set. I like the okay. set. 1.5. Set. That set was pretty cool. That was I a like damn sh- good set. I like to shoot on that set. Really dude, fucking, half. Dude, really that, fucking good <laughs> set. Jesus. You, that, you, you dude, we live in Arizona. Like we can find that set. Like we can throw a rock and find that no, set. That's man. true. No, you can't. I wish you could. I'd make a, a movie there right now. Yeah, just throw a rock. Make a movie there right now. <laughs> throw a rock, Cody. I make a movie there right now. Throw a rock and make a goddamn movie already. Tried throwing a rock. Go to someone else. Kyle, you're last. So we're gonna go to Chris. I was like, all right, I'll go. Yeah, I'm gonna give this movie. I'll give it a one and a half as well. One and a half dog flashbacks. Um, there are some things I kind of enjoyed about the movie. Um, I always like to see Michael Berryman, even if it's not that amazing. He doesn't like this movie either from what I heard. But, you know, as as his Pluto character, I like I like watching him. Um, 
something about the 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 fact that um, Cass is blind and that they introduced this motocross element <laughs> into it just is like help, kind of funny to me. So I, I guess that adds a little bit of an interesting thing. But the rest of the movie is just walking around talking, uh, basically being idiotic about their whole situation. Um, getting picked off, you know, very kind of lame. And there's not a lot of effects or gore or anything in this movie. There's like one neck slit and that's all you get. So it's not, you know, it's not very interesting as far as that goes. The lighting's terrible. The sound is terrible. Um, obviously the, the flashbacks are to fill in time that Mm -hmm. didn't exist or footage that wasn't there. So, and you can tell, so it's boring and it's, you know, it doesn't keep you very interested throughout the whole film. So, one and a half, but I, I like some of the characters and I do, you know, I do think the setting is great as well. Like, I, I think those rocks are very imposing and, you know, you could do so much with it, but he just didn't in this one. He really didn't. <laughs> Mike? Um, I'm going to give it like a two and a half. Oh I don't want to. fucking lord. Hold on, hold on. And let me uh, justify this. Um, How? I just kind of feel like, um, I don't know what I gave Silent Night, Dead Light to. But um, I feel like it did less of the using of like like using the backstory. Like it, they definitely use a lot of it, right? Like to try to fill in like what what like you said, like just running time, right? Like I don't know if they were just like we need to fill twenty minutes in, let's just like throw B roll in there, or if it was like okay, yeah, like this is the direction we're going, and we're gonna do this. Um, that being said, like I don't, there are some some weird so good they're bad moments but i think it's more based on like what you expect from the first movie like it kind of suffers from that weird entertainment of oh my god the sequel is so much maybe worse than the first that like oh my god like like i feel like blair witch 2 has that kind of like feeling right it's so different in a weird way Mm -hmm. from the first one that you're kind of like okay this could be a cold film um it does a lot of weird things that are wrong, I think, in horror films. Meaning, like, there's no reason, like, Pluto should be, like, chatty Cathy. <laughs> the entire thing, right? <laughs> like, if you're going to be an impending, tall uh, killer, like, you better be, like, a Jason Voorhees or some shit like that, right? Like, you can't be, like... If Jason Voorhees was, like, Spider-Man... Going back to Spider Man, <laughs> and he's like making cracking jokes. Like it's it's it, like let's put it this way: it's 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 what made Freddy Krueger not scary, right? In the first one, he was like this really scary demon, dream demon, and he turned into uh, a, a just a wealth of puns, right? I think that this film like almost I hate to say it, like rapidly goes from that. Like so much that's such a dichotomy that you may might think it. it I I'll put it this way. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. I'm having such a hard time explaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, it's, you're having a hard time defending it to yourself, man. Let's go ahead and bring that one and a half. Uh, yeah, no. Um, the, the thing about it is, like, I feel like so I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre too for what it did, right? And I feel like this film, even if the even if Wes Craven was just like fuck this film. Like there are parts of Spider Man Three that I like, that he was just like Fuck <laughs> you. Spider-Man 3 again. So there's parts of this movie it's you like. It's the only film funny. I can relate to this, Kyle. It's so funny. It's the only film I can relate to this where like a director is just like, Fuck you. Yeah. Guess what? We'll watch this shit, like a dance scene. It's like an averagely good film. <laughs> no, no, it, it's more like like a like a filmmaker has lost so much respect in the whole process that he says, I'm gonna tank my own fucking film. Maybe he didn't do that, <laughs> but maybe he the did. moments that I thought he did were kind of entertaining. Like I like Spider Man Three for that weird purpose. Jeez, Spider Man Three this 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 <laughs> evening. X Men <laughs> Three. How many, the how, last. How, how many, many Spider Man Threes are you gonna yeah. give this, Kyle? Can we change this review? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to keep going this two and a half. three. Two but and yes, half. two and a half, guys. He Maybe the it. highest score tonight. Loved it. I don't <laughs> Pretty know. Pretty good. Kyle? <clears throat> so, the, th- the, the, the the funny thing that I was thinking while we were reviewing this movie um, is after actually during our last break was, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of diehard horror fans out there, is there? that are going yeah. to listen to this podcast and listen to our review right now and, think, fans and, think, and think, guys, it's just a fucking like, slasher movie. Who cares? 
And we're we're going so deep into the minutia of the thought process of the filmmaker that probably was never there. And that's the thing I kind of like about this show. But it brings up a point here, which is like, I feel like I'm in the middle, I'm in middle of the road on this film because it's, I think it's a bad movie, but it's not quite terrible. And when it's all said and done, I just watched a run-of-the-mill, by-the-numbers slasher movie that left me with kind of a meh feeling. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I hate this fucking movie, or this movie's amazing, it's just meh. So I am also coming in, in at 2.5. I agree with Mike. I think that there is weird things in here that maybe they came from a, from a place of, fuck you, I'm going to tank this shit. But it was interesting. It, it, it was, it was, re- I'm not going to say interesting. I would say it's so ridiculous and outlandish that it kind of actually works a little bit for me. It was like, a world star video. It, it really was. Like, right? like if you're going to fight, like make it interesting. Exactly. And like, I thought that, I thought the whole angle with Ruby being like this fucking martial arts queen and she's like so badass. Like, I thought that was hilarious to me. And I was like, I see all these tiny little tropes that just scream the eighties 80s action and 80s horror getting mixed together. Like, I kind of couldn't help but being slightly entertained by certain parts of this film. So, 2.5 for me. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again, but 2.5. You made it sound so much fun. Cody. Like, so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Was not fun at all. All right, here we go, guys. That's our show for this week. But before we go, we do have a shout out to Reed. Yeah. Yes, we do have a review to read. This one came to us from DMR3003. And the title of the review is Unbearable Hosts. I agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys, that's a one-star review. Okay. And uh, DMR goes on to say, I enjoy podcasts and I and am subscribed to a dozen shows. I was intrigued to find a podcast review of the movie Brotherhood of the Wolf. Unfortunately, I found it on this podcast. (laughs) The hosts immediately jumped out as high-energy geeks, Mm -hmm. but in a bad way. Way to go, Mike. It sounded... Mike? Really? That intro, Mike did that? Can I finish this, please? It sounded as if grade school let out early, (laughs) and these two kids stumbled upon microphones. There's four of us, guy. To be fair, I only survived about 20 seconds, so I can't tell you if they settled down and completed a bearable show. The hosts were so annoying that regardless of the content, I will never listen again. Hope this review helps. Here's what I appreciate about this. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. Is the fact that uh, this person probably took longer to write that review. Then he listened to the show. Then he listened to the show. Yeah. And I appreciate that effort. All right. uh, 3003. Now, DMR 3003. Thank you for that review. If you guys want to check out the Brotherhood of the Wolf episode, you can do so on iTunes or Spotify or even on our website, cultfilmandreview.com. That's a great segue. To where you can get in your request for films for us to review. And then when you're done with that, you can pick up a t-shirt as well and maybe, you know, uh, rock that around the town. You rock that t-shirt around the town tonight uh then do us a favor head over to uh social media you can follow us on facebook you can follow us at cult film underscore review on twitter we are also on instagram then when you're done with that that's cult film interview on instagram mm-hmm. then when you're done with that uh you can follow kyle ah! you can follow me on instagram at cult film underscore kyle you can follow, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow chris cult film underscore chris on instagram you can follow mike yeah at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram, Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, guys, if you're going to join a cult, make sure to watch good movies. We'll see you next time.